Welcome to helping realtors grow and scale their business with a sprinkle of faith. This podcast is to empower my seasoned realtors to break through barriers, to unlock and unleash their full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa Barnez. Each week, I'll share my journey on how I scaled my real estate business, selling hundreds of millions in real estate, all while juggling being a mom and a wife. I know what it's like to feel overlooked and forgotten in an industry that is heavily focused on new realtors. This is why I've tailored this podcast just for you. Do you desire to grow your business to 30 million and beyond, but you're just unsure how to do it? Are you overwhelmed, burnt out, stuck, living paycheck to paycheck and have no time for yourself or family? I've been right where you are. My mission is to provide you with actionable steps, proven strategies, and inspiration to help you grow and scale your real estate business. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, my realtor friends. Welcome to episode 24. Today, I'm going to talk about the fear of rejection. And I think this is something we all deal with in some capacity and at various levels. I find the effects range from mild to an overarching paralyzing fear that prevents you from not only doing the activities you know you should be doing, but also holds you back from your full potential. I want you to stay till the end because at the end, I'm going to leave you with a powerful question that will hopefully change the way you look at fear. Now, I felt this was an appropriate topic to address because it ties directly into my last two episodes where I talked about lead gen and lead follow-up. Now, remember, to get to the closing table, you must meet new people and talk to them and add them to your database. The next step, of course, is you need to create that follow-up plan, right, where you nurture to stay top of mind and be the go-to real estate agent for life. But why is it that even though we know this is so important to do, we still don't do it? Now, I want you to reflect on this simple question to start. Is lead gen and lead follow-up on your schedule every day? If the answer is yes, awesome job. I want you to keep it up. But if the answer is no, we need to explore further why that is. In my experience, both with my clients and when I teach, I often find it comes down to these answers. Well, they say to me, I don't know who to call or how to generate or where to find them. Now, of course, I address this head on in episode 22, your first fundamental of lead generation, and how you should identify your three legion strategies and ensure it's blocked on your calendar every day. Now, if you're still struggling with this, I have available for you a freebie, the 59 legion strategies, and you'll find that link in the show notes. And this will help you identify and find your legion strategies. The next thing I hear is, well, Vanessa, I don't know what to say. Now, I've provided you some conversation starters in various episodes, but this really comes down to practicing your conversations every day. Again, this is also a fundamental, and I'll actually talk about that more in today's episode. The next thing I hear is, well, I don't know what this schedule should look like, right? I don't know how it should be reflected on my calendar. And I do find a lot of agents get stuck right here, not knowing what an ideal schedule should look like or how long they should lead generate or follow up every day. And I actually talked about this in episodes 20, Mastering Your Schedule, and episode 22. So if you want more information on that, go to those two episodes. The last thing I find, which is the topic of today, is that fear of being rejected. 
Now, oftentimes what I find is the fear lurks right beneath the surface and without even realizing it, it influences our actions or should I say lack of actions. Now, it's really important, like I said, to spend some time digging deeper into why you're not doing the fundamental activities and why you're not getting to the closing table. It is important that you spend time digging deeper here into why you're not doing the fundamentals, which we know gets you to the closing table. First, I really think it's important to understand where fear comes from. And I think this will help you to develop the strategies so you can best equip yourself to face and conquer fear head on. And I'm actually gonna take you back in time. If I had the back in time music, I'd have that here, right? I can make it up if you want. I'll do that. <laughs> now, if you look at our ancestors, they face constant threats, right? With predators and diseases. And actually fear was a survival tool triggering that fight or flight response. Now let's fast forward to today. Our brains haven't changed, right? They work the same exact way. Our brain is constantly scanning and evaluating the risks. And it when it perceives a risk like fear, what happens? The shields go up, right? So think about the last time you were rejected. How did it make you feel? Maybe you went on the listing appointment and you got a no. Or maybe you asked for the business and you got a no. So now when you go to lead generate or put yourself in a situation where you're asking for business, what does your brain do? Your brain anticipates and recalls the experience where you were rejected in the past and guess what happens? It tries to avoid that situation. But by your brain protecting you from a no, it's preventing you from getting a yes. So if you find yourself not wanting to make those calls or follow up, do a quick check in here because this could be likely stopping you from doing those activities you know you need to be doing. Understanding this and becoming more aware, as I've said, awareness is the first step to making changes. By becoming aware, if fear is showing up in this way, it will help you to move forward so you can create that plan around when fear surfaces, what you're going to do to overcome that. Because when fear rears its ugly head, what happens also, it prevents us from stepping out of our comfort zone. Growth happens beyond the comfort zone, not in it. So instead, you tend to stay with what's familiar and you opt not to try for something new or put yourself out there, whereas growth is going to happen. Now, this affected me as I was trying to go into the luxury market, something I had desired for a long, long time. But because a long time ago, I was at a listing appointment for a home, and I remember it vividly, but it was way above my price point, but I got the listing appointment, they decided that they wanted to go with someone else, someone else that was more experienced in the luxury market with a higher average price point than I had. I felt so rejected and defeated, and actually I carried that with me for years. I was reluctant from that point on to go after listings that were higher than my average price point, that were considered luxury. Now, knowing what I know now, I really wish I could go back in time and tell the old me, keep trying. Just because they said no does not mean the next one will. So do you see yourself in that story? Is that you? Did you have an experience like that? I want you to know you're not alone. Okay. I have personally struggled with this for so much of my career, but my point is I'm here because I don't want you to struggle. I want to help you. And I'm hoping that today 
My goal is for you to walk away with some steps to overcome the fear. And I hope that I'm sharing something with you today that speaks to you that you can implement in your business right now. So I'm going to give you five steps that I took, and then I'm going to break them down each one for you. Okay. So here are the five steps. Number one, I worked on my mindset. Number two, I wrote affirmations daily. Number three, I practiced my conversations and how I handled objections. Number four, I worked to reframe rejection and actually embraced it. And number five, I leaned into my faith. So let's break each one down. And again, these are the steps that I did to help overcome the sphere of rejection. Number one, I worked on my mindset. I've said this before, that internal dialogue you have with yourself is so powerful and shapes your reality. It really does. Think about, you'd probably talk to yourself more internally than you talk outwardly. So think about your internal dialogue. What are you saying to yourself? Now, it could either be negative or self-sabotaging, or it can be positive and growth-minded. Now, when you are rejected by someone, what do you tell yourself? I really want you to think about this question like right now. List them out, maybe either out loud or in your head. When you are rejected or feeling like you're going to be rejected, what are you telling yourself in that moment? Maybe you're saying, I'm a terrible person, or I'm not good enough, or gosh, that presentation really sucked. I made so many mistakes. Or you might say, I'll never break into that luxury market. These thoughts act as obstacles, those roadblocks to prevent you from your full potential. But the good news is, is that you have the power to overcome those and transform these thoughts. I want you to start by working on changing that internal dialogue. And I know throughout the podcast, I've walked you through some scenarios and we've overcome this, these mindset, right? These negative thoughts. But it's so important to reiterate. My coach had to reiterate it almost on every call for a long, long time, which is why I reiterate it here for you. I want you to believe in yourself and your abilities, okay? This change in your mindset isn't about just thinking positively. It's about shifting your perspective. Now, as you work towards this, you'll start noticing small little shifts. These changes in your thoughts influence your actions, leading you to more positive outcomes. Now, keep in mind, this is very gradual. This isn't an overnight thing. You have to practice and reinforce that positive self-talk every day which is going to lead us into number two, which is writing affirmations. By incorporating affirmations into your daily routine, for me, what it did is it helped me unwind those ne- that negative self-talk that I had and made a significant impact, not only in my business, but on my life and how I showed up at home. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When my coach asked me to do this for the very first time, insert eye roll, totally eye-rolled her. I was so reluctant. And honestly, I was like, I told her flat out, I'm like, this is not going to work. But she insisted I give it a try. And as the people-pleasing person I am, I didn't want to let her down. So every morning I'd wake up, I'd handwrite my affirmations. And then I actually had to send her a picture to add that daily accountability because she was a little nervous that I wouldn't do it. And here is why this works, writing these affirmations down. By thinking the affirmation, by writing, and then by visualizing the words on paper, you're actually engaging your brain 
to use your different sensories, which in turn makes it much more powerful when you write the affirmations. I think for a long time, I just thought, well, I'm writing the affirmations. It's not doing anything. But when you start to write affirmations, what you realize is you start to speak it. And then as you speak it, you start to believe it. It becomes more than just words on the page. You actually start turning into the person you're describing in the affirmations. Now, keep in mind, just like with anything I talk about, this is not an overnight thing. You're not going to write one affirmation and boom, right? It happens. But you have to do this over time. And over time, what it does is it shapes the way you see yourself and how you act and show up. It's incredible, though, how this simple daily practice can change your mindset and how you feel about yourself. So what do you tell yourself about being rejected? Instead of saying to yourself, I got rejected again, I'll never be successful in real estate, let's turn that into a positive affirmation. So for example, you might say something like, I'm a skilled and resilient real estate agent and I am learning and growing every day. So whatever negative thought you have about yourself, I want you to turn it into a positive one. You can do this. I am cheering you on. By the way, I was a cheerleader in high school. That was a long time ago, but just a little added fact there. Thought that was fun. All right, number three. I worked for myself on practicing my conversations and handling objections every day. For real estate agents, practicing and mastering these conversations is crucial in overcoming fear of rejection. And not just that. It helps with so many other things in our business. And remember, practicing conversations is one of your fundamentals. By practicing daily, you're going to increase, you're going to give your confidence a boost. And this confidence is a key component to reducing that fear of rejection. So when you find yourself in a scenario of being rejected or you're you're feeling rejected, you will be able to worry less as you boost your confidence when you know what you want to say. And you focus more on what you have to offer and your value to the client. Now, from my personal experience, whenever I felt less confident, the clients would pick up on that. Think about that for yourself, too. When you are less confident, how are you showing up at the appointment? How are you showing up on the phone call? When I felt less confident, I seemed less credible. I seemed less authoritative. And actually, the clients found me less trustworthy which is far from who I am as a person. But confidence helps so much in this fear of rejection space. Now, I want you to take steps now to equip yourself and prioritize overcoming objections and practicing your conversations. By doing so, you're gonna find yourself feeling less anxious and more confident. Number four, I worked to reframe rejection and actually I began to embrace it. So instead of viewing rejection as a complete failure, which is what I did, I then saw it as an opportunity to grow and learn. So let's say, for example, you're at a listing appointment and the seller's interviewing multiple agents. They tell you they're going to decide in a few days. And then when you finally hear from them, they've hired someone else. What would you do? Even me telling you this story, what's your visceral reaction? Does it take you back? to an exact time when that happened to you, where you didn't get the listing. What I want you to do moving forward is this. I want you to ask yourself these three questions when this happens to you again, and it has to be in this order. Don't change the order. 
I want you to ask yourself, what did I do really well? Because I guarantee you, you did a lot of things really well. I want you to list them out. The next thing I want you to ask yourself is, what did I learn? And I'm going to add to that a little bit. When you're on the phone with the client and they're telling you that you didn't get the, the listing, please take the moment, take a deep breath and ask them why. What caused them to hire the other agent? Because oftentimes we're going to make up so many stories in our head about why we didn't get the listing and in our, we are making up much worse stories than the truth is. But this helps us with the learning part. Then I want you to ask yourself, based on that information, what are you going to do differently next time? Okay, so I want you to ask those three questions the next time you get rejected or you get a no. And I want to make sure it's a real no, because I'm going to explain in a minute why maybe it's not always a no. Okay, but I really want you to focus on asking those questions. The last thing I did was I leaned into my faith. As you all know, in my title, it says sprinkle of faith. So today I'm going to bring you a sprinkle of faith. Now, over my life, it has been a journey. Faith has been a journey for me, and I'm sure for you as well. And I've scattered that, and especially I talked about it in my first episode, and I've scattered it around my podcast. What I loved about working with my coach, though, is that she brought God into the conversation. I really had forgotten up until that point his role in my business. The reality is we're all going to experience rejection. But what I want you to know is that God never rejects us. And that is where I needed to plant myself. Not in what others said about me or did to me, whether they rejected me or not. I needed to shift my focus, make an intentional effort to shift my focus to who he says I am and what he says I'm capable of. God provides us confidence and courage and strength. Lean into your faith and learn that God has equipped you with the power to overcome any challenge and all that you need. You know why I end? I don't know um, if I've ever shared this before. I don't think I have, but this is why I end each of my episodes with you're worthy of a purposeful, joyful, and abundant life. This is why. Because regardless of what you believe or where you are in your journey, I want you to know that this is what God wants for each of us. He wants us to live a purposeful, joyful, and abundant life. That's why I end each episode with that. Before we wrap up for today, I want to end with a few final thoughts. Just because you've been rejected in the past does not mean every person you speak to will reject you. Rejection does not reflect your worth as a realtor or person. Please let that sit in your body and your mind. They are not rejecting you. Focus instead on all the times you've gotten a yes. And I think what you'll find is you get a lot more yeses than no's. But we always tend to focus on the no's and the failures. Also, think about a no not being a no. It could simply mean not right now. So it's important to keep those lines of communication and ask more questions to better understand the client and their situation. This is why practicing your conversations is so important. Always put the client first and listen to their responses. You might be surprised at what you hear. Now, remember at the beginning, I promised you a powerful question. Here it is. 
I want you to imagine for a moment, fear did not exist. What would you do? What would you try? What would you do that you're not doing now? I want you to sit with that question and really think about what is possible if fear did not exist in your world. By sitting in rejection and fear, I stopped myself from growing, reaching, stretching all of those years, but no more. And that's not what I want for you. Please do not let fear hold you back from your goals and dreams. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you find yourself struggling with work-life balance, feeling stuck in your business or anything else, I want you to enroll in my one-on-one coaching program. Link is in the show notes. Remember, no topic is off limits. And now you know, until next time, remember you are worthy of a purposeful, joyful, and abundant life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Helping Realtors Grow and Scale Their Business with a Sprinkle of Faith. You can find any resources referenced in the show notes. Want to learn more about me and my work? You can follow me on Instagram at Vanessa Franz Barnett. But if you are ready now to unlock and unleash your full potential, click on the link in the show notes to join my one-on-one coaching program. See you next week.